Hi, everyone, and welcome to this very special episode of the Carousel Project podcast. It is our first ever questions episode, and it's so exciting because we get to answer your questions that you sent in to us, um, and we're so, so excited. We can't wait to chat with you guys, but first, business as always, um, my name is Josie Maida, and you can find me on all socials at Josie Maida. And I'm Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew. And I'm Epcot Adam, and you can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam. Yeah, you can. And you know what else you can do? You can leave us a voicemail. How cool is that? You can actually call Carousel Project Podcast. We can listen to your questions and your feedback via voicemail now. And some of those questions will be selected for us to put into our episodes. You'll get to actually hear your recorded voicemail on an episode of the Carousel Project Podcast. And we'll answer whatever question or feedback you have live right there in the podcast. We are so excited. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, please call us at 407-457-4456. We cannot wait. We can't wait to see what our first voicemail is. It's going to be so much fun. And we can't wait for you guys to have a chance to be able to hear your voice live on the podcast. Again, the phone number is 407-457-4456. And we'll also add that phone number to the show notes. Yes. So give us a call. Give us a call. We want to hear from you guys. Call me. Beep me. If you want to reach me. If you want to page me. It's okay. Anyway. I knew I could count on somebody. (laughs) Adam. Adam. I I was was too old for that show. Oh my. What? Adam. Anyways. That's okay. We weren't around for Rugrats. So I guess we can't hold (laughs) on. You weren't there when it was open. I don't even know. What are the kids' names again, Timmy? Someone sent me Um, Rugrats stickers yesterday, and I was like, why would they send me these? I don't even know who these Rugrats are. Tommy. Spike, Angelica, Chucky, Finster. I don't even know these characters. I don't know any of them. Can you send, send them? To me? Send them to me, please. Yeah, I'm gonna send I was you were there and say, was, why would you make it like I, I know anything about nineties TV so. shows? <laughs> Anyways, uh, the only other business to handle amazing before we start the questions is <laughs> just always. to remind you guys once again about our Patreon. Um, if you guys didn't know. We have a Patreon with five different tiers of features that you can get based on which tier you select. But I will be honest with you guys, the best tier to be in is the e-ticket tier. They Mm -hmm. get it all. They got our full season already. It hasn't even come out yet. And they have the full list of episode topics, bonus episodes, five-minute previews. They get to vote on one of the episodes per season what they want us to cover. So anyway, if you want to help support this passion project and get extra stuff from us, check out our Patreon. It's also in the show notes. And now it's question time. It's question time. Adam is going to be our designated question reader, although he, I will allow you to answer some questions, Adam. Oh, thank you. That's so You're kind of You're very welcome. You're very welcome. It, it is it. the Josie show, but it is, today it, it could is. be the Epcot Adam show just a, a little um, bit. No, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I'll don't, let you speak. Don't okay. get crazy. Don't yeah, get okay. crazy. You know I like to test people, so don't get crazy. You you love testing, and this is a test query. <laughs> it's always a test with me. It is always a test with me. <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll start with the first question, the most important question. Um, people want to know the Carousel Project podcast origin story. And since I joined five weeks in, I will leave this one to you two. Wow, the Carousel Project origin story. It's a good one. Kate, do you want to take it? Uh, I think I'll let you take it. 
You'll let me take it. Okay, so Kate and I always <laughs> wanted to do something in the Disney space together. We always hung out as Disney besties. We were always doing something fun in the parks. And we were like, we really would love if we could do something together that put our knowledge to good use. We both have backgrounds in marketing and public relations. And we would always kind of talk about that angle. We both always loved... Um, Disney history. And so we were always trying to think of something that we could do together. Originally, I feel like we really wanted to open a small shop, but we had no ideas for products, which is so funny because now we also own a small shop, Spinning Carousel Co. (laughs) Um, But we felt like a podcast would be a really great way for us to just sit down every week and, you know, share about topics that we thought were cool and topics that when we talked about with people in the parks and our other Disney-loving friends, they would say, oh my gosh, I've never heard of that before. So yeah, yeah, we had talked about it many a days while being at the parks, just standing in long lines, chatting with each other. Kate, do you have any other details you remember or want to add because it was quite the process in the beginning I I remember you called me randomly probably I guess it had to have been three years ago and you randomly called me and you were like I want us to do a Disney history podcast and I was like okay how are we going to do this you know whatever and you're like I don't know we don't have to do it right now but you and I are going to do a Disney history podcast and I was like okay I guess so and then about a year later we were in Disney on Haunted Mansion, and you were like, I really want us to do this Disney history podcast, so we need to figure out how to make it happen. And then I think we launched, uh, you know, probably four months, four or five months later, because we started actually talking about the name and everything like yeah. that in December. I remember being at my launch. old house sitting there trying to think of the name, and I guess that's kind of part of the origin story. We were trying to think of something um, – I don't know, like we wanted something dynamic and we wanted something that kind of, we both love the carousel, the um, carousel of progress. There's too many things with carousel. We both (laughs) love the carousel (laughs) of progress. And so we really liked how um, that kind of was always moving forward, always changing. Um, There's like that circular motion in a carousel where something is always spinning and we just, yeah, yeah, it's continuous. we just wanted something that felt innovative and it just, yeah. We wanted a name that kind of played into, um, you know, some of Disney's most famous projects like Project X, like that, mm-hmm. like the Florida Project, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we, we, that was where we came up with the a carousel continues spinning, whatever, plus like. Instead, the Florida Project is the Carousel Project. Yeah. So. Plus, a carousel is one of the, like, original theme park yeah. rides. It was what yep. inspired yep. Walt to create it's Disneyland true. was being at the carousel with his daughters. So there were kind of a lot of layers to it, and we just felt like it was a good fit. Um, when we first started, it was actually my brother editing our podcast episodes. And that was yeah. really hard because he was in high school, and he was still learning, and... Um, then Adam joined the team and it was just such a natural fit because the three of us were already such close friends and he had all the skills that, you know, Kate and I lacked. So it was really a fantastic partnership. And then from there, it's just been a lot of, you know, posting these episodes and recording these episodes and learning as we go as to what works for our team and what works for our listeners, which is crazy because, you know, that's a part of the origin story too. Just remembering when Kate and I were like, what if we do all this and not a single person listens? (laughs) It's just us laughing at ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's it. I think that's pretty much everything yeah, from yeah, our yeah. origin story. But it was just so much fun. I think it was just really at the core of it all. I just wanted a way to um, 
do something fun with my best friend, put our good knowledge to, to use and spend more time together and just do something with it. We did yep. it. And I remember the the first day that I met Kate in person when Josie forced us against our will to hang out. <laughs> I remember Kate and I were at Magic Kingdom and we were going to go to Epcot. And I remember standing on the monorail platform waiting for the Epcot monorail. Didn't and we, we go started to talking about together Disney first? Podcasts. We did. Yeah. We went to we went to Grand Floridian. That and and we made Kate read the Callie Stacy um, <laughs> hospital review. Oh my god, <laughs> Callie Stacy. May she Shout rest out to in my peace. girl. Um, yes. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, we were, you know, we were standing on the Epcot monorail platform waiting for it to get there. And Kay and I were talking about Disney podcasts and stuff and like how we always wanted to start a podcast. And two years later, more or less is when, you know, you guys started and then a month into it is when I joined. So it, it's crazy how, how things work out like that. So everybody was a part of the podcast is what you're saying. Well, not, not everybody, <laughs> but almost <laughs> everyone who matters. <laughs> all right so that's the origin okay so question number two what is the oldest park map you own Mm, i think i don't know if it's a map or just a guide but i think my dad for one year for christmas got me a really old one from disneyland i'm not sure what year it's from and honestly i think Mm -hmm. it might just be a guide i don't think it's a full map so i think kate wins this one I mean, the o- the oldest one that I know of that I have is probably ne- like 1989. That's the oldest that I can verify. Because but don't you have the, the original one from the 70s from Magic Kingdom? Um, no. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the big one, the souvenir map? Oh, yeah. okay. Then, yeah, I guess 19, ne- 1971 to 1974. Probably like 1972. Anyway, yeah. I ha- Okay, so that, yeah. Somewhere in there. I think I have one from the 2000s, like that Epcot one that you got for me, Adam, which is somewhere in my office right now. Um, Yeah. Kate, I got you like a uh, Hollywood studio or MGM studio. Yeah, that's the one I was referencing because, um, you know, I I forgot about that one. But I was going to say the only opening day map I have outside of that, like that's oldest would be animal kingdom like i have an animal kingdom adventures guide from op- the opening of that Ooh, that's so, pretty cool. really cool it'd be cool to have an opening day map from each park yeah i'm yeah, trying but, but like disneyland know. would be like I can't yeah disneyland's that. impossible I, I was trying to get the dca one a few weeks ago like i was mm. looking online but people know they know they can charge a lot for that on ebay so anyway right. i'm just gonna keep keep looking yeah i the the oldest one that I know where it is, I know I have a 1992 Disneyland map, which yeah. is, I believe, when Fantasmic opened. That's uh-huh. on the front. And it was also uh, one of the times when the Main Street Electrical Parade was there. So that's the oldest one that I know I have. I'm sure boxed up somewhere in the depths of this house. There are, you know, older ones. And I think I have an Epcot one from the 80s that I've bought at some point. Yeah, so for me, the the oldest I can verify would probably be the MGM map that you got for me, Adam, um, mm-hmm. you know, because we know it was from the year 1989. Um, I haven't started collecting, like, Magic Kingdom maps past, like, I have the 40th anniversary map, the 45th, and then obviously the 50th. But yeah, I, could, I couldn't find any for, like, earlier than that so far. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's a good question. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's do, ooh, let's, let's get some controversy going. 
How do you feel about how do you feel about Disney including Avatar at the Disneyland Resort? It's really it. funny <sighs> that Garbage, this question trash, comes crap. up. Cop, yeah, well, cop. it's funny <laughs> yes. that this question comes up because we actually <laughs> talked about this. I think in our last episode, that like the finale, we were talking. It was about the maps episode. Think. Okay, so it was the maps episode. We were talking we about talked what about we how think it, the experience is going to be. Right, I, it's a hate crime. Same. Y'all, y'all know I've never seen Avatar. Uh, the Same. most I Avatar have. I've I seen is that Avatar. 15 minutes that they had us watch at D23. That was horrible. And it was That it was, was the terrible. worst 15 minutes of my life. Terrible. Because it was just like, okay, so we, at D23 they showed a preview oh, of The Way of Water. And it was really cool in the beginning. At the start. They like yeah. put, they put like... Um, the fanfare was around the whole thing and they gave us all glasses the fanfare was there and then they just kept showing like random clips that were so long and every time you thought it'd be done and go to class another (laughs) one started and it was like the end of the panel it had ran super super late the panel had run way over everyone had other places to go I had to pee pee I had to tt real bad we're hungry like it was time (laughs) to get out of there and they just kept going I hate it I absolutely hate it, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, Tell me why. (laughs) I like Avatar. I remember when it came out, I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen The Way of Water. I think it's a good fit at Animal Kingdom. Like, I like it for what it is, but still, I'm like, like, I feel like there are cooler things that could be there, but whatever, fine. Animal Kingdom, okay, I don't care. Yeah. But Disneyland, to me, like, when I went to Disneyland for what, for the second time, back in September with Kate and Adam... And I'm dying to go back. What I loved about Disneyland was that it felt so old. It felt untouched by anything else. It felt so magical. And I love that. And so I just think like Star Wars, Avatar, like none of that stuff belongs in Disneyland. I just don't think it makes sense. So when we went to Disneyland, I loved that at least Galaxy's Edge was like super tucked away. It's so far back and tucked away that like I did not go near it. And I'm normally not that kind of person, but I just feel like... Like, like normally I'm like, whatever, who cares? It's going to be amazing no matter what. But with Disneyland, I just think it's such a special place. And it's like, bro, just leave it alone. Like, do some small updates, but it should only be things that are like fitting the original Disneyland vibe. I just think Avatar and Star Wars are so far outside of like, it would be like you'd never add Galaxy's Edge to Magic Kingdom. Like, they never would have added Galaxy's Edge to Magic Kingdom. You know what I mean? So, like, why are you putting it in Disneyland? I will say, I think we all know what they're going to do. They're going to just put something in the old Carousel of Progress building that's been sitting there dead for the past however many years that it hasn't been the launch bay anymore. Which, to that, I'm like, whatever. Do I think it's weird? Do I think it's lazy? Do I think it's pointless? Yes. Yes. But... Do we have Iggy back in charge who loves to throw shit at the wall anywhere he can and see what sticks? I'm not sorry. See what IP sticks? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And I like Like, IP, but I think it's too much. Like, I want something original. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't care. Goodbye, Splash Mountain, whatever. I don't care. But let's get something original. Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, we have so many things that were original to the park. And it's like, I understand that IP is really important. Because when people come for these dream, once-in-a-lifetime Disney trips, they want to see the things that they know and love in the parks, like the characters. But I'm like, can we please get something in? 
inventive and new and fresh. And we just don't need freaking Avatar, the way yeah. of water in right. Disneyland. I mean, I still think, personally, I still think they shouldn't have put Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. No. Just because they it's should not a have. short enough flight to go over to Walt Disney World. You know what I mean? Like, I understand them putting Galaxy's Edge maybe in one of the other global Parks, it did not need if they to be. wanted to do that, but on I mean, both if it coasts, was different, it if, was, if they yeah, were if it different, was different, it sure, but it's been the exact something like same. if they were like, okay, in Disneyland, we're gonna have some rides, in Walt Disney World, we're gonna have some other rides. I just think it doesn't fit Disneyland. I'm so glad that it was pushed to the back of Disneyland because honestly, I'm not one of those people. I think it's so lame when people are like, Walt would be rolling in his grave, it ruined Disneyland for me, but honestly. I was so glad that it was far back enough that I didn't have to see it at all because Disneyland just felt so right. special. Right, it's so far removed and so from everything old. else. It felt so old and so timeless and so just like, I just loved Disneyland. I had the best time. I can't wait to go back. And I just kept thinking like, why would they put Galaxy's Edge here? Like, it just makes no sense. Yeah, I sadly, I think it's just a matter of once they've figured out what they're going to put somewhere, they're like, oh, we'll put it somewhere else too. I mean, I kind of feel the same. Honestly, I kind of feel the same way about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Like, I feel like it should have just gone to Disneyland and Toontown. Like, and agreed. Our, yes. our girl, did great it movie. Need, did it need to take over the great movie ride? No. I and think that was already, so lazy. And they've already made it to where... Disneyland now has the superior queue and they're pointing out why, where things are better. It's like, then why did we, then why did we tear the world apart uh, in Walt Disney World to do that? I just, yeah. I just want to know. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm I not excited about Avatar. I think that I thought Same. for a great movie ride, I know we're on a tangent now, but yeah, I thought sorry. for a great movie <laughs> ride, they were just going to update it with a bunch of IP, which I think would have been so fun if they had updated it. Yeah. Like we had a bigger library of movies that belonged to Disney 200%. than ever before. They could have literally, fine, they don't want to do anything with MGM. Totally cool. Refresh it. Do all new movies that were, you know, yeah, Disney Alien and Disney associated. And put something else. Yeah. Avatar right. could have gone. They could have put yeah. something with Avatar in there. One of the highest grossing movies of all time. Whatever the heck they wanted to do. Um, but I just think, yeah, that was that fit Toontown. I don't think that ride fits Disney's Hollywood Studios at all. It's there. It's definitely confusing. When I take non-Disney people, I was just there with my friends and my sister-in-laws, and they were like, "What's in there now?" And I was like, "Oh, it's like a Mickey and Minnie themed like ride." And that you know, they were like, Makes "Oh, no okay." You know, like mm. like I get that you're going into the cartoon, and that's but I think it's a stretch. Like I think when you're yeah. actually watching the ride, it's very much a stretch to connect that to the the thought of Hollywood Studios. I think the original Great Movie Ride was one of my favorites, and I just think it made so much more sense. I wish they would have just updated it and put like again, Bob Iger bought so much IP. They could have replaced everything in there with. Star Wars, Avatar, Disney movies, Prince. Like, there, they had a million options of what they could have done. Yeah. And they took the lazy way out. They were like, we're adding this new ride to Toontown, which I think it makes sense. Let's just put it here. And I hate For it. For me, it's like, I think the best thing they could have done, honestly, 
is surprisingly is the fact that we have on the west coast you have the mission breakout over here but you could still go do tower of terror on the east coast exactly you can't do radiator springs in on the east coast because it's only on the west coast like i think Mm -hmm. that would drive tourism you know what i mean of people being like well i really want to go see cars land i can only Mm -hmm. see this in disneyland i'm gonna make the but if you're like oh they have galaxy's edge on both coasts oh they have this on both like i don't know i mean even for splash mountain i think that could have been such a fun opportunity i'm i'm totally fine with retheming y'all know that i'm super pumped for miss tiana i think they could have done two different themes even there like it could have been such a fun opportunity like okay we're gonna rebrand it and in um disneyland we're gonna do tiana Tiana because we have new orleans and we have whatever and then in walt disney world it's set in Frontierland. so what else can we do to make it different you know what i mean like what Mm -hmm. storytelling can we have that would have made it different because again it's just like your example of the tower of terror like the tower of terror and the guardians ride in dca obviously are similar ride systems but they're two completely different two completely mm-hmm. fun rides it makes that it people exciting love both. Because it makes it, it so fun yeah, yeah i just well, wish they had i love tiana i'm super super pumped i think it's a great fit for disneyland and i'm glad we'll have it in walt disney world because i can't wait to do it and i know it's going to be beautiful and amazing and she is truly of course, like for one me, of my favorite princesses like top of the top i yeah, just am like, i love I, I like when they do different things on different coasts because then it's like more storytelling i just think they could have done something that would have been a more natural fit in Frontierland, and they could have had an opportunity to have two separate rides well and uh i don't know like on a third note of that like me just thinking back to when they used to care about like that things actually fit in a cohesive area. Like I, un- like you said, I understand where Tiana in New Orleans, right off in New Orleans Square makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious how it's going to look in Frontierland. Are they going to make a mini New Orleans Square? Are we going to have a New Orleans restaurant nearby? Like, or are we just going to pretend like... You know, Frontierland is 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 the Bayou New Orleans right. for for five minutes. You know what I'm saying? And that's and really like it's my because the Great Frontier. Thing. I don't think of the Bayou. I no, think of like they're not dust the bowls and yeah tumbleweeds. So again, I love 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 oh, yeah. love Tiana. Don't get it twisted. I no. love the theming they've come out with. I love the artwork they come out with. I love the people they've had on the project. My like I am in full support. Is- But I think it makes way more sense at Disneyland. And they're obviously putting so much more into Disneyland. Like, you can see they've added, like, the Tiana shop. They're adding the Tiana restaurant. Like, all things that make sense. And it's a perfect fit right there off New Orleans Square. And it's going to be so beautiful and amazing and perfect. I just think it would have been a great opportunity. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to love it. But I just wish they had, like, you had the opportunity to do two different rides. You know what I mean? Which could have made it way more exciting to be, like, Think of how excited everyone would have been if they were like, we're going to give each park their and own new ride. A third tangent that nobody asked for, the two well, ride know. systems are are different. Different. Because mm-hmm. one, right. Disneyland's is slightly shorter and has mm-hmm. some different scenes. And then also they're different ride vehicles. So it would be mm-hmm. easy at this point in time to say, hey, since we're in Frontierland on the East Coast, we're going to pick a Frontierland or Wild West IP. I can't think of any off the top of my head right mm-hmm. now, but you know what? They have a hell of a lot to work with. I think if they would have had one more meeting. 
Help, probably more. But, but I if think, they would have had it I, I think meeting, it's just that they like to just do it easy. Like we've yeah, seen, I think it's really more of like the last couple of years. It's really been when they get something new, they're like, all right, stick it in we're both We're putting parks. it everywhere. Yeah, we're and putting it's it everywhere. Like, we don't right. need it's to do that. It's easier for them and, and it's, you know, it's unfair to us as the consumer, but it's easier for them to just say, okay, we'll do the same ride twice. And again, it didn't even have to be, like it could have been a chance for them to again, create some original IP. Like again, I'm yeah, gonna read it again. They weren't gonna do it. I'm, I'm glad Splash you, Mountain is gone. It, but... I, I don't support the racist undertones there. I'm no. thrilled as all heck that we are gonna be getting a Tiana ride in Disneyland. I just think for them to be pushing the bayou in the middle of the frontier, and it's like in the middle of that land. You know no, what I mean? I know. Like it is smack in the middle. Yeah. And the bayou right. is like a watery bog. Like it is very different yeah. than what you have in Frontierland. Like I just think they could have had an opportunity to really do it right and do some. And that's always been my other question storytelling. is that, you know, the, the obviously pirates in on both coasts are very different. One is more like New Orleans. This the one on our coast, it's more like just Caribbean in general. And I think mm-hmm. that's great. Because mm-hmm. they tell, they obviously tell the same story for the most part, but like the areas the tell different, different stories. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they can differentiate. And that's the kind of details that in the 70s they cared about. And I just think about Roy Disney sitting there trying to find an animal that would be at the top of like um, the Aloha Isle area that was in Adventureland that would be seen from Frontierland and him being like, we need to make sure this animal fits into both themes. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit that stopped. It's just like, again, I'm not, I don't ever want to be seen as like that person that's like, wah, wah, wah over like the theme parks. Cause I'm thrilled to be there. I mean, I'll way. be that person. Cause I think I'm what I'm saying to is be valid, there. But it is. I'm thrilled to be is. there either oh, way, but it is when you look back at like what, like, I just think overall Disney is losing out on the details. They're charging people more, but they're losing what made their theme park special because yeah. it wasn't yep. just an amusement park. It was a theme park. And we have seen, and especially after working there, there are so many layers of things that they think about. And then the things that they're letting slide, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense. And, and that's so, the thing. I'm not trying yeah. to be like, Walt and Roy would roll over. It's not that. I'm just saying like, there there used to be these levels of checklists there that they've just taken them off the checklist oh, and 100%. they don't care. Like, like and they're going to charge more. Edge, and the way gonna, it looks, yeah. The way it looks from everywhere else, like yes, it's amazing and it's immersive when you're in it, but the way it from looks the from everywhere else, they did not care about the sight lines at all. No. And maybe in a couple of years the trees will grow, but back in the day they would have they would have done something. They wouldn't something. have let that happen. They wouldn't oh, have let yeah. it look like that. And I think it's just, yeah, I think, yeah, we're not happy about Avatar going into Disneyland. <laughs> no. We're not happy question. about a lot of things. <laughs> it's just it's just that it's, it's laziness. And it would be great yeah. for them to come up with that original IP. Again, I love seeing IP in the parks. I think it's really, really fun. But every once in a while, it's like the things that we fell in love with at Disney, like all the original characters, like they just don't do that anymore. And it's such a bummer because they have opportunities. Like everything new they're adding into Epcot, there could have been an opportunity to add some old characters back in or even add some new characters, create something completely new. And I think with Splash Mountain, they had this really unique opportunity. They had two of these rides. So again, the one in Disneyland, perfect fit. Yeah, no notes. Makes sense. I love Tiana there. I think it makes so much sense. The storyline that they're adding in about how Tiana is a business owner, how they added the shop right there. I am obsessed. Like yeah. I love it. 
I just feel like they basically thought it out so well at Disneyland and then we're just and like, they were like, all oh, right, well, throw it in at Walt Disney World. And it's like y'all could have had the opportunity to do something else. Well, especially Even because maybe I think make they it know like, that most people that go to Disney World aren't going to care about the details as much as Disneyland because at Disneyland, it's a local park, whereas Disney yes, World, people are going, are traveling from all over. They just want to ride the rides. They may not necessarily care like we do about, oh, why is this New Orleans themed attraction next to Thunder Mesa? You know what I mean? Like a, a freaking mountain in the Wild yeah. West. So I don't know. Yep. Anyway, I could complain about it forever. Again, not because it's Tiana. <laughs> I love Tiana. And and y'all know anything I can connect to Louisiana ever with Disney, I will. But I feel like they're doing the our girl dirty in the Magic Kingdom situation. Because unless they make like a mini New Orleans Square or like a Royal yeah. Street or something like uh, that's it's, it's gonna, gonna it's gonna fit. hurt my heart. It's gonna hurt my heart. They could have anyway. they should have added yep. something for her. Anyway, Anyways. what's our next question, Adam? <laughs> no, we don't like Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Along the lines of what we were talking about with IP, uh, the next question is, what's an IP that should get its own restaurant? Hmm. I, I have people... an answer. You have an oh, answer? You... Okay. Wow. I, I have an answer. Go for it. of us all. I know. I have an answer. A picky king. The... Okay. What, what you got? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The restaurant is going to be the Muppets Swedish Chef themed yeah yes that's that was so that wasn't a plan for a restaurant but it was a plan for an experience for the muppet studios area they were gonna do a swedish chef's cooking school and he was gonna have like all kinds of mayhem happen and you would like watch him i would love that that would be great yep and um i you know i've been a couple times to super nintendo world out here at universal and their toadstool cafe is so incredibly themed inside. That's what Every I've heard. dish I is themed to so characters bad. and stuff. Okay, we need to plan a trip for this summer, and we need to fit in Universal out there. Please, Universal I want to go and, and Knott's Berry Farm. Please, Knott's Berry Farm. Dude, I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm for the Boysenberry Festival. So, can someone bad. take I us to go this. so bad? <laughs> I want to. I, I want to go. go so bad. We need to keep up with, with planning that, Kate. But yeah. yes, yeah. I. It's funny because people ask me all the time, like as a food and Disney person, like, yeah, what is the food you would want to eat from Disney? And I feel like I struggle with it. I don't know. We're getting a Tiana restaurant. Um, we have a Ratatouille restaurant over in Paris. We have Star Wars yeah. themed restaurants. We have Star Wars themed restaurants. Um, I think you know we do have two Muppets themed restaurants, like which is you know Pizza Rizzo and. Um, Regal Eagle, which I love. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I, I know. know. I love Meet the Robinsons, so this would literally never happen because nobody else loves Meet the Robinsons, but they do have that really fun scene where they're all eating, and that could be, like, really cool. I feel Again, like that'd that be great for Tomorrowland. Yeah, it would be great for Tomorrowland. Um, but in Meet the Robinsons, I think they have some cool th- food moments that could be fun. Um what else? I know. What I'm trying else? to think if there's ever been a food in a movie Ooh, Harry that Housen's. I wanted to eat. That's what I was going to say next. Harry, Harry Housen's, Housen's in, in, D- in DCA oh, right yeah. next to the, That would be a really yep. fun if like that ride ended and then right there you could go to Harry Housen's and it was a sushi place because people love sushi. And I yeah, think that would be so much I feel fun. like that would go over really well. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what they're going to put in the San Francisco area, what that food is going to be like, if it's going to be San Francisco or if they're going to lean into more of like an Asian inspired menu, like a right. Japanese yeah. or just blanket Asian as they normally do. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see what they do there. 
I think it'd be cool to do something. I mean, I'm not into, not really into this like at all, but I think it'd be kind of cool to do something like a pixie hollow themed place. And like Mm. you eat as like a pixie, like huge food. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that'd be Mm kind of cool. mm -hmm. Something like that. I don't know. That's all I can really think. I'm trying to think of a movie where I'm like, I wish I could eat that item that they were eating. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't know. think of any. I just want more, not necessarily like, like, you know, like I wish they sold at like storybook treats. They sold like miniature little Snow White's pies or, you know what I mean? I wish like not yeah. necessarily yeah. Whole restaurants, but just that they infused in the food from the movies a little bit more um, regularly in some of the parks. But yeah, I think those are some pretty good ideas that we had. I think, um, just a random thought, I think that if we did, like, if they did something in UK, like, a tea shop or something for Mary Poppins, I think that would be cool, too. Because oh, that'd be really cute. She, they yeah. never ended up making her experience happen, and they could yeah. have, like, fun drinks and stuff. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. That'd be cool. Okay, so moving on, our next question is, who is your number one fan? Who is my number one fan? Um, I think I know who asked this question. <laughs> I think I do that, too. And that's who the number one fan is. Our number one fan for the podcast. I, I thought <laughs> I thought it was asking like who is like my number one fan as a person, and I was missing. <laughs> well, this probably. isn't the jo- <laughs> <laughs> This isn't the Josie show question box. This was no. The I thought Carousel they were asking Project each of us who our, fa- who our oh. number one fan is. Oh but- well, my number one oh. fan is my dog Rue. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Who's your um, number one fan, Adam? Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, you know, we're gonna go with Kelsey. Okay, there you uh, go. Let, let, let's hope that she's my number one fan. If not, that'd be kind of awkward. But who is the number one fan of the Carousel Project podcast? Um, I think we know. I think we know who wants this answer. My dad. Yes. <laughs> Mike guest Maida. star of the Maida. show. Guest star, yeah. Mike Maida. Guest star of bonus episode. Attendee of Action Park. Um, he is Action a very, Park. very, very big fan of the podcast, which is awesome. And I love when he calls me to talk further about the podcast. Um, <laughs> that is I should start charging material. him. Okay, I should yeah, start charging should. him. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, we're going to give an honorable mention to Paul because we mention him in every episode at the end now about the five-star reviews he so. has one in there too there's a it yeah, wasn't a question oh, there, it was that, a statement that's coming it was yep. a statement we'll get to it what's next i'm ready for another question i like this i like um, the questions me too let's see um let's go with Ooh, this could be fun let's do what is your favorite attraction from each disney park in the u.s oh my gosh that could take us hours well, there's only six parks. You just yeah, that's one from each. Six times three is 18? 18. All right, well, I'll <laughs> go first. Um, um, my For the West Coast in Disneyland, I'm going to go with Indy because you can't do Indy anywhere mm-hmm. else but there. Um, yes. And DCA, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go California screaming because yes. it's not it's not yes. there anymore. But you know, like in Credit Coaster, I guess. But again, you can't do that anywhere else. And growing up as a kid, I always dreamed watching that television special about that new park. I was like, I can't wait to ride that ride. Um, East Coast, Epcot. For now, it's Cosmic Rewind. Um, yeah. Growing up, uh, I I really just liked Wonders of Life, the Pavilion in general. Um, Hollywood Studios, 
Tower of Terror, obviously, um, but I, I just miss MGM as a whole in general. Um, and then Animal Kingdom, I guess I'm going to go Everest because... Oh, I thought you were going to say it's tough to be a bug. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm going to keep that to myself, but no, I'm going to I'm gonna say uh, Expedition Everest. Magic is tough because I feel like I need to go a nostalgia pick with this and just go with like Carousel of Progress. Um, mm-hmm. honorable mention would probably be Space Mountain just because I've, I've always loved that ride. But anyways, that's yes. it. That's it for me. Um, okay. Jo-jo. Over in, over in Disneyland. I'm trying to think what was my favorite. I really did like Indy. Um, but I think my favorite was probably, I loved that, like the Alice in Wonderland one or that one where we went on the boat that I had always wanted to, that one. Cause oh, I basically cried on it. The canal was such a magical moment. Storybook uh, one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that. And That's then over in uh, DCA, I'm going to say, I think the Cars, the Cars Racers. That's a good one too. It's fun. Yeah. It's cute. I like the area. Honestly, I just like walking around and eating there. But yeah. that ride was fun. Um, and then over in Walt Disney World in Magic Kingdom, I love... I was going to say Carousel of Project 2 just as like my choice of like nostalgic. But honestly, the one that I find myself like I'm trying to think of like what do I want to go on the most is Haunted Mansion. Like that's the one that I'll okay. be sitting at home and be like, oh, I really want to go to the park and like go on Haunted Mansion. That's a good one. Um, Then in Epcot, I'm going to say Cosmic Rewind too. I really love Cosmic Rewind. I think Ratatouille is super cute too. Great fit. So smart. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Cosmic Rewind again is the one that I'm like, yeah, I want to go on that. Then over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror Forever Easy. That's like the easiest one. I love Tower of Terror. I could ride it a million times in a row. I love the theming. I love the story. I love everything about it. There's nothing (laughs) wrong with it. No notes. Perfection. And then last and certainly least, Animal Kingdom. Um, I'm going to say... I guess I'm going to say Everest, too. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Everest just because, like, I like Flight of Passage, but honestly, after being on it so many times, it's kind of like... Yeah. All right. Like, uh, it's Honestly, cool, the it's waiting queue of Flight of Passage ruins Flight of Passage for me. Like, once mm-hmm. you've done it once, I don't want to wait in that queue. Yeah. The queue, the queue does ruin Flight of Passage for me, too. I will say. Right. It is not my favorite. It's so long. I mean, like, I'll go on it every once in a while when people are here, but if I'm going to Animal Kingdom by myself, yeah. it's Everest that I, I want to ride. I yeah. Which, I do want to go to Animal Kingdom by myself one day this week. Because I really want to get that Mickey bar for the 50th before it's gone. Because I loved it. That was my favorite thing they did for the entire 50th was that Mm. Mickey bar. So. Do it. Yeah. What about you, Toto? Oh, gosh. Um, Okay, we'll start at Disneyland. My, the two that I keep coming back to in my mind are the seasonal ones. Uh, Haunted Mansion mm. Holiday and It's a Small That's World fair. Holiday. That's fair. Because those are just so above and beyond the Those the are the attractions. Yeah. Um, obviously, defunct over there would be Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, and yeah, of course. May they both rest in peace. Um, at DCA, I, I'm not the biggest fan of that park. Um, I mean, But you I would have say, to pick a favorite ride there. I I'm know. sure you have a favorite. Defunct California Screamin'. Much much better than Incredicoaster. Um, I guess I'd go Radiator Springs Racers. That yeah. one always hits the spot. You know, once in a while when I go on it. Um, 
okay, so Magic Kingdom, obviously, Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, yeah, and that's given. People Mover. Yeah. Um, Epcot, let's go with Living with the Land. Yeah. Um, always a classic. Um, for Hollywood Studios, we're going to go Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. And ov- obviously That's Muppet Vision really 3D. Oh, yeah, Muppet Vision <laughs> 3D. Come on, guys. No, because it is like Muppet Vision 3D is great. And like if I'm like, oh, it is one of my favorite attractions. But like For if you're me? asking me, like that's the hard thing is it's like one of your favorite attractions. Well, yeah. Or like what is the ride you want to ride most? Like well, when yeah. I go to, right. when I go to Hollywood Studios, I know I can waltz into Muppet Vision 3D exactly. whenever I want. But like I really want to go. Tower of Terror. I, sometimes right. that wait is long. And sometimes it just shuts down so yeah i still stand by yes. the same because i love living with the land but i can ride living with the land anytime i want and that's why i chose cosmic rewind anyways sorry this yeah. is about you adam so keep going <laughs> oh it's, it's about me finally <laughs> yes mm. yeah, it's about you <laughs> not really okay <laughs> um and that leaves animal kingdom and i remember from our and i think it was our animal kingdom opening episode our question was what is your favorite attraction and by process of elimination, we somehow got to my favorite attraction being Festival of the Lion King. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to go with that. I love, It's like love, everything love, at love, Animal love. Kingdom is just kind of like, okay, like it's there yeah. and I'm like, well, all right. And I know right. that Adam does not like Everest. Like he does not like the backwards no. launch at all. So I knew he wasn't going to choose that. I was curious. Right. I knew he wasn't going to pick. Like I love Flight above, of Passage, but. but like I don't need to end a fly anymore like we were saying like if we could just get in line and get straight to the ride yeah. and skip the first pre-show and the second pre-show and just get on the ride yeah mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love it that much more but yeah even cosmic rewind has a very long pre-show mm-hmm. and it's very annoying but you know what doesn't yeah. have a long pre-show that actually could have used one tron tron yeah. has nothing. nothing zero zilch it's just like prepare to be digitized that's it and yeah. i'm like bro nobody even like i have watched tron and it's so convoluted that i'm like <laughs> this means nothing to me like a little storytelling yep. would have actually fit here and did they do it with the even five if years they, they would have just no. even if they would have just been like your racing team orange or whatever the hell mm-hmm. like I, even that would have gone along and that's and probably wrong more like but you know how just for me riding like, it i'm like when you go on cosmic rewind they're like it's life or death like you yeah. you're saving the galaxy when you're in right. tron i'm like bro i got no skin in the game like yeah. who am i versing why do i give a crap like what like, putting my stuff in a locker like, am i gonna what? get stuck in the yeah. grid am i gonna die are we like, racing to is- get out at a certain time like is they do yeah. we have only fi- do we have only have a minute to get out is that why the ride's less than a minute like you know is this what is just the for deal? fun like what yeah. is the vibe so yeah i think a little storytelling could have gone a long way there and that was one yeah. thing i was disappointed in but Next question. Okay, here we go. What is your favorite episode of the podcast so far? Hmm. River Country always is the one that pops to the front of my mind. I know we've done so many topics that I'm probably just like not forgetting about, but I'm like, oh yeah, right. we did that because there's been so many, but I'm going to say River Country. I I would um I would go McDonald's. I mean, obviously mm. we've covered a lot of topics I wanted to cover, but And I've I think the McDisney partnership, had, what was cool yeah. about that is that we have such a love for McDonald's and it was such a unique topic. Yeah. And right. the amount of research for that episode I really enjoyed um covering all of that. But I mean, don't get me wrong, Club Disney, we've covered a lot of other good stuff, but that one is one that I'd probably go back and listen to it again just to like go through that journey again. Yeah, I love that. Right. Not the whole journey. Most of it. Um, 
My, I, I have a couple. Like River Country was the first one that I was actually speaking on, so mm-hmm. that one always stands out. Yeah. Like in my mind, um, obviously Country Bear Jamboree because yeah. for obvious Duh. reasons. Toto's and pick. We should start labeling that, them each each season. Like <laughs> Toto's pick. Toto's pick. This, is, this is the one Adam picked. These people are probably like, who the hell is Toto? <laughs> right? That's but, what I was just thinking. Have I was like, people are like, how do, they get, how do they get Toto from Adam? I, I think Adam? a couple times. But <laughs> how do they get Toto from Adam? That's with I know with that's no explanation. Yeah. We're just going to leave it up to interpretation. Um, <laughs> and a, a secret banger, I love the My Pal Mickey one because that is oh, something yeah. that I knew absolutely nothing banger. about. <laughs> yep. So if I you haven't listened to My Pal Mickey season two, I think. I a secret banger. That is a really um, good one. Yeah. Go go back to that one, you guys. That one brought me back to my childhood, and I liked actually getting to learn about this toy that my parents refused to buy us. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Right. Let's do this. If you could go back to any Disney park any year and ride any attraction, where would you go? Easy. Come on. All right, go. Epcot. Epcot 1983. Journey into Imagination. What was it originally called? I always get it wrong. I think it was just called Journey into Imagination back then. Oh, okay. What is it called now? Journey into Your Imagination with Figment or Journey into Imagination with Figment? So I was right. I think it's that. Journey into Imagination, um, 1983. That's what I would do. I think it was Journey into Imagination. Then the the next version that sucked was like Journey into Your Imagination. And then the new version is Journey into Imagination with Figment. So anyway, yeah. Yep. Journey into delusion. Yeah. <laughs> With. <laughs> With fill in the blank. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> With a letter. There are a couple letter. of names I have in mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and a planet. <laughs> oh, no, not the planet. <laughs> Dude, okay, Kate. Oh, Kate, uh, oh. It went over my head. Anyways, um. I've always said if I could go back um, to a time, I would want to go back to 1989 for one to see MGM in its prime. So I guess I could say like, uh, I would, okay, for this specific exercise, I'm going to say 1989 so I could walk through the magic of Disney animation in the 1989 year. Because as we'll talk about on next season, hint, hint, there's a lot of changes that happened to that attraction over the years, but also... I like the year 1989 because you get the 80s Epcot still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And you got right. the new parts of 80s Epcot, like the Living Sea. Well, that's, wait, 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 wait. But I'm saying, like, are we, is this like we, we're traveling back in time and we can only go on one ride? Because I agree with Kate if we're allowed to, like, go back in time and spend a day at the parks. But if I can only go back and wind, ride one ride, it would be 83 to ride Journey into Imagination. If... If I could spend a day, it would be exactly what Kate said because we've done this before where we're like 89 is that sweet spot where you can see MGM Studios the year it opened, Epcot in the first couple of years it opened, all the cool like stuff that everyone reminisces about from Epcot is there. Everything cool that everyone reminisces about from MGM Studios is there, so. I'd still stick with my my 89. Um, I guess I could say the Studios Tour because Studios Tour encompassed the magic of Disney animation. It encompassed, like, the full backlot tour at that time. That was, like, two and a half hours. So I still stand by my answer if we're just going with one Good answer. Okay. Your turn, Adam. Okay. 1983, Journey into Imagination. Epcot, same. Woo! Next question. All right. Okay. 
Um, let's see, where should we go from here? Okay, this is a fun one. What is your favorite thing about each of your co-hosts? Aww. (laughs) (laughs) What is my favorite thing? I love that Adam is so funny. Like, I feel like whenever we get together, we crack up. That video of us in Disneyland that night just absolutely dying over nothing. And we, like, were laughing so hard we couldn't breathe. He always says, um, what did you say? Low, what, what did you say about the banger? Low-key banger. banger. Secret Secret banger. banger. He has those secret (laughs) banger jokes. that He does. Just always have me cracking up, and it's always a fun time when we get to go to the parks together. And Kate is my whole world. Kate is my (laughs) everything. My bestie. My, like, I call Kate. We talk at least one or two times a day on the phone. She is my, my best friend. Adam is also my best friend. I was going to say, poor Adam. People always say to me, they're like, well, you have a lot of best friends. And I do because I'm so lucky. Like, I have a lot of really close friends who are important to me for really, like, important reasons. But Kate is, like, my my friend that I call. Like, like, we talk... We are in like Suck constant it, Adam. communication. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Just like about between like, and it just like grew into that because we met like on Instagram DMs, and it just grew into that over the years of like more and more projects together and more and more work together, and now, yeah, and now I'm your whole world. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, it's true. No. But I was gonna say, and now like we're just always in communication, and our husbands love each other, and yeah. Yeah, uh, but my favorite thing about Kate is that she's so kind. She's, <laughs> I think she's a way better person than I am, and I think we balance each other out well. So, thank yeah. you so much. I will say I can't pick um, one thing that I love about both of y'all, but I guess what I love about our dynamic as a whole is that we all bring our own things to the table. Like, we couldn't have a star of the show without Josie. She (laughs) honestly is the reason the podcast exists because my ass, ASS, would not have made the jump to do this, and she was the one who was like, Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Adam, like like Josie said, he's got the secret banger jokes. He's always got a hilarious one-liner insider from The Office or something else that's happened that always, always cracks me up. Kills. And he does the amazing sound work for us that we literally could not do. So, And y'all are both my best friends. Wow. Well, you guys are both my best friends, too. Um <laughs> I like like Kate was saying, I, I love the dynamic that we have. And I feel like we all bring so much to the podcast in our own special ways. And we like like we've seen in, in recent reviews of the podcast. Um, also, that's a plug to go leave us a yeah, review. Please leave us a review. Um, <laughs> there's, there's been a few recently that so said like plugs. you could. <laughs> there's been a few reviews recently that said like. I can tell how close of friends they are. Like, you know, they're, you could tell like that they're all best friends or something like that. I think that's so important. It's true. It is true. I, I listen to so many different podcasts and some of them you could tell like these people are Wait, not friends. Wait, you listen friends. to other podcasts without us? <laughs> he talks you to take other notes? people. He wow. listens to notes other when podcasts. <laughs> I just can't believe it, Toto. The level of deceit. The level of deceit. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's so many that you could tell where like they're just doing it. I thought it was too. As a friend, <laughs> um, 
But you can tell, like, some people are just there to do the podcast, and they don't have any relationship outside of the podcast or anything like that. And I think that you, like, if you're an astute listener, you could tell and you could pick that out. And that those kind of podcasts don't really resonate with me because, like, like Josie was saying, like, I have so many people that I'm lucky enough to consider a best friend of mine. And... You know, that so having that kind of dynamic with someone is something important to me, like in something in some sort of media I'm consuming. Yeah, I think it's so special that the three of us have that bond where, you know, we can. Right. And and yeah, it's just it's very special and very important. And I love you both so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I love you guys both so much. Okay, here's one. Next question is, what is your most prized Disney collectible item? Oh, that's a toughie. <laughs> I want Adam to go first because I oh. feel like he's got some cool Country Bear Jamboree thing for us. I do. Um, let's look around here. Rece- I mean, the last handful of years, I really have been treasuring more, like not more classic stuff, but like I have a lot of like artwork from like oh, yeah. Wonderground Galleries and Festival mm-hmm. of the Arts and stuff. Um, my favorite artist, Jared Mariyama, I have a lot of his um, pieces on canvas. And I love uh, the Country Bears one he did for Festival of the Arts a couple of years ago that I believe Kate I was going to say, didn't I me. get you that one and ship yeah. it to you? Yeah. Yep. Um, and I also have from the year before, I have the Epcot one that he did for Festival of the Arts. And I just I love those pieces so much. I love them so much that they're not even hanging up right now. But I truly do love them. <laughs> and someday they will adorn my walls and I will look upon them fondly every single day. It's so hard for me. I really do have a lot of cool stuff. I yeah, love this same. like opening day Epcot book that I have. I really, really like that. Um, and I really like all my Club 33 stuff, especially like I have that I'm looking at right now. It's on my desk. It's this like really nice glass thing that they made for us. And it has my name and it says Club 33 member experience liaison. And it has the Club 33 um, Walt Disney World logo. And I really, really love that because it was something so special and I feel like at Disney they give everybody kind of like the same stuff and it was just like so unique such a unique gift and I love that they did that for us I used to hate that it said Josie Maida I always wished it had said Josephine because like it's such a formal (laughs) thing but now I feel like my brand is so much centered around Josie Josie. Maida that I'm like it kind of it kind of makes sense yeah not that I haven't always been Josie but you know what I mean but yeah it's hard to pick I feel like I have so many great like little Disney things. Also, I love my spinning carousel company necklaces. Gonna be real. It's so fun to go to the parks with them and be able to be like, yeah, this is my favorite. Like this is mine. Yeah. Like I made it. Um that was a that was a piece of merchandise that I wanted so badly. And so Kate and I were finally able to make it happen that we were able to bring it to life. But truly that was like a piece of merchandise that when I worked in internal comms at Epcot, I told the merchandise team about it. And I was like take the idea. I just want to be able to buy this necklace. Like I think yeah. it's such a fun idea. Um, and so to have that like parks inspired thing, that was like something I wanted so badly. I think it's so much fun to have. So for me, it's tough because I feel like I got a lot of little random things that I always really wanted. Um, I feel like since I've already mentioned my uh, Magic Kingdom map. I'm gonna not mention that this time. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, my MGM Studios ticket. I like that that commemorative ticket Ooh, a lot. I have the Epcot one too. Yeah, I like that. and I, I have, have it with the. I haven't done anything with it to like 
frame it or whatever because I'm like I don't know what to do because it came in the sleeve and it's like I kind of want to I kind of want to show off both so that's why I've kind of just kept it on my shelf on a little easel thing but I would say either that or my uh 1973 ticket to Magic Kingdom that has all five of the types of tickets like A through E on yeah. it that's mm-hmm. another thing and it's from what about April, your club 33 Magic Kingdom hat yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like this entire that's this entire area behind me, it's like it's right. very tough to choose. Every everything there is special for a number of reasons. I mean, the we hat, all have a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I and only since, want more. Since we were on the topic of secret bangers, Kate, the secret banger of your collection is the Muppet Vision 3D Bank. That's what I was literally thinking about in my head mm-hmm. while yep. you said it. I was like, yep. why did I not talk about the bank? Because that yep. bank is my whole world. I love the bank and it matches the shirt I recently got like to a T. I'm obsessed with that shirt. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There's so many, like it's tough to choose. Me going to eBay to look for more. I have have the watch. Like I have a watch from um, Animal Kingdom's opening that was like one of 1,998. Like I have a bunch of random stuff that like if I found it and I found it at like in my opinion a worthwhile price for what it was like i've i went crazy with this office so it's tough to choose just one (laughs) anyway okay so the next well more of a statement is from my friend paul and he said adam's favorite number is still 19 which is correct in usual circumstances but for the podcast we're going with five paul If you can rate us 19 stars on Spotify, please, please do. Love that. But until then, love that. his favorite Dude, number is five. There's a Rizzo the Rat Muppets plush from Muppet Vision 3D, and it is so <gasps> ugly. It is the scariest it's thing ugly? I've ever seen. Show us. Show it's us. It's very scary. I've been trying like to find. They have oh, God. Very oh, scary. oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. It's I don't eyes know what like I was yellowed. It does I, have a tag that says that. Muppet Vision 3D. <laughs> You can buy it now for $32, oh, but it is Steel. very scary you? looking. His, I, his face has not a, been taken care of. I've been looking for a Tutter <laughs> plush on eBay because I am Tutter. Like, Tutter and I from Bear in the Big Blue House, we have very similar energy. I get I spiral <laughs> like crazy, and you can't talk me down. And that's Tutter. Oh, okay. He looks better. Dude, yes. Okay, I, I love that. that meme where it's like I love the meme where it's like um, the, if you're being mean to me, this is who you're really being yeah, mean to. Like, it's literally, a me and Tutter. It's, yeah, it's his anxiety is so so me. I do love Tutter. Yeah, um, I've been looking for a Tutter plush on eBay. I've been watching a few. You know, the key with eBay is you got to watch the stuff because then they'll send you an offer and then you can be like, right. okay. Are we going to play? Mm-hmm. Are we going to play? What's going to happen? So anyway, yep. that's mm-hmm. what I do. I like to watch. It doesn't hurt anybody. Helps everybody. It doesn't hurt <laughs> anybody. Anyway. <laughs> so back to Paul. When you can start leaving us a 19-star review, then we can have this conversation. But for now, yes. Adam's favorite number is five. We'll go with leave five. us a five-star review. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. Let's do... We're winding down here. Let's do... I mean, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but to um, keep it all together, which attraction, show, and fireworks would you bring back? Ooh, baby. Um, well, show, they're already bringing it back, and it was Happily Ever After. They did the cast preview last night, and I can't wait to see it. So I would say that. What was it? Fireworks show, show, and then... Um, attraction. 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 Um, Attraction, Muppet Vision, 
Muppet Vision. I were talking about Muppet Vision. I would bring back the great movie ride for an attraction. And then for a show, that's so hard because I don't really stop to watch shows very often. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, the Coco show that Renee was in, you know, maybe that. But a show is hard for me. I'll see what you guys say and maybe I'll be convinced. The show that we talked about in the Muppets episode where they did like a Muppet show back in the day in the 80s. Oh, in, Here Come in, the Muppets? Yeah, something like that would that be one. cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard because I don't really watch the shows very often. Okay. Uh, for me, fireworks show wishes, hands down, because I don't need Happily Ever After to come back because it's coming back. I would say wishes because I missed that one. Um, let's mm-hmm. see. Attraction is tough because I, I guess if I have to go based on an attraction I've experienced, I'm going to say, I would say either Cranium Command or Ooh, that'd Backlog be so cool. Tour. I just want to know. If I could know anything, mm. it would be what happened with Cranium Command. Like, what happened? I think it just I would want to know. Yeah, or you're saying what happened to Buzzy, like, now that yes. he got removed? Yes. Yeah, I want to know that, too. And then um, show, I would want to bring back either the Hunchback of Notre Dame show that they used to have in MGM mm. or the Doug live show because my, oh, yeah. my mom was in the, in the beats, whatever the yes, band was. Yes, that's what I would want to see. I would only want to see it with my yeah, brain in the band. <laughs> as a member of the beats. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about you, Adam? Um, fireworks show, remember dreams come true at Disneyland. Right. It was the yeah. best and I miss it. And I'm not a fireworks person at all, but mm-hmm. that one has my yeah. heart. Um, attraction. I mean, if we're doing Disneyland, it has to be bring back country bear jamboree and people move her obviously. Yeah. You can only pick like, one. I was going to say, I thought you'd country bear jamboree. What? Really? Country you can jamboree. have to do it already somewhere else. I would say but people, I could do mover. people mover somewhere no, else. No, they're too. completely different. I could do that somewhere else. They're completely yeah. different. We're making the decision for you. Yeah. Sorry. Your okay. answer is people Pe- mover. People mover. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm really sorry about it, but that's your answer. Should I, should I change my Instagram to people mover Adam? Yes. Sure. Country bear Adam. Toto. Bear Toto. Country, Country Bear, Toto. Adam Jamboree. Anyway. Country, Country Toto, Toto Jamboree. Jamboree Adam. And then what were you oh, going to do for show? my gosh. Adam, I don't mean to interrupt you, <laughs> um, but look at this. It's a Miss Piggy Muppet Vision 3D plush with no, a tag, but it's no. her outfit from Muppet Vision 3D. Ah, oh, my. How much? 55 for this one. And then there's okay, another one okay. that is 49.99, And okay. both have their tags. Bye now. Buy it now. Uh, Should I? As your accountant, I support this decision. <laughs> I I can't look at that stuff because I would buy. I would clearly buy it all. I bought a bank. Okay, like that was. Oh, I was I'm obsessed with in. the bank. I don't know. I, okay, I have. I'm watching it, but it's watch weird it. because why Go did it let watch. me wash it if I? I don't know. That's weird. So wait, what why show, Adam? Yes, I'm so um, sorry, Adam. This was just. Okay. This was an important update. <laughs> Uh, for show, Mickey and the Magical Map. Oh, good. I was hoping you were going to Magic Map, whatever it is. Yeah. I hope you would bring that back because you know what? I never saw that. Me either. I I heard such good things. But I knew knew that was going to be your answer. I was hoping that was going to be your answer. If not, I was going to say, why not? (laughs) One time in our hotel room, I tried to show the, a video of it to Kate on YouTube and she fell asleep during Tiana. Okay. But it was probably also 2 or 3 a.m. I'm going to go ahead and give myself. It was probably 5 a.m. I was going to say, I'm going to go ahead and give myself. If I'm laying in a bed at 2 or 3 a.m., I'm not awake at 
that point. Okay, well, ne- next time we see each other, we are watching yeah, it. Yeah, maybe not at 2 a.m. <laughs> okay, next question. Let's see. Okay, next question is, you are Disney CEO for a day. Ooh, baby. What would you do? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's too tough. One day, I could get nothing done in a day. I would need a year. Okay, if you were Disney CEO for a year, oh. what would you do? I, I think, think it's I like really like time. what is the one choice you would yeah. what would you do? I would really I think that journey into imagination would be my thing because I just feel like it needs so badly yeah, for there some would be love. so much that needs to be and undone. I would yeah. just put it back <laughs> to the original ride but with all new technology. Brand new Dreamfinder with a brand new um animatronic yeah. like mm. everything would be state of the art, gorgeous, beautiful. I feel like but you could even add in like an imagination element of like yeah. imagine a fruit, imagine a whatever, mm-hmm. and like that. Like I've I've written that this whole out pavilion before. would be overhauled. Like it would be so easy to yes. be like imagine a fruit, and like they could randomize what fruit shows up, and someone in the car would probably vote. You know, like yeah, imagine that, and they'd be like, oh my like gosh, something. it's grapes because I imagine. Gra-, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like that would right. be so simple to do and it would be like awesome. Plus add yeah. the dream finder, obviously, but I'm saying if they wanted to update the technology. The whole pavilion would be totally yeah. revamped. The little shorts they show in there are great, but it's time for something Goodbye. new that's more Epcot. Like yeah. the whole entire pavilion would be revamped. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. I can't think of something specific. Well, I can. I would bring back Fast Pass. That's what I would do. I would stop. Yep. I would stop the money grab. I would stop the I would stop the confusion of Lightning Lane slash Genie Plus. I feel I will say right. I feel for the the average consumer who visits a Disney park and wonders what the hell is a Lightning Lane versus Genie Plus. You know what I'm saying? Like that's so confusing. Uh, the the individual right. Lightning Lane versus Genie Plus being able to go in the Lightning Lane. Anyway, I think that would be top of my list, but I would try to undo as much as I could in a year. I think I think Fast Pass would probably be my main my main mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So to piggyback off of that, I would love to bring back Fast Passes. I would love to undo a bunch of stuff that's happened over the last decade or so. And I would love for Florida to bring back annual passes. And most importantly, take away this stupid reservation system. Because let me tell you, at Disneyland, at least, where you have three strikes and you get like suspended or yeah, banned or whatever crazy. for a month. So last week, Kelsey and I were driving home from Vegas and we realized that we had a Disney reservation for that day. So instead of driving home, we drove to Disneyland. We literally parked. We walked into the park and walked out. And it's so not we went easy an hour there. Out of our way. Yeah, it's not no. easy there to walk in and out of the parks. Like not that it's no. easy here, but it's a little easier. Like it's so ridiculous. We were literally in the park for 15 seconds just so I didn't get my third strike and get banned for a month. Like, it's just, it's insane. So please take that away. Yeah, I think that's crazy. I can't believe they do that. Okay, so the the final question is, what does the perfect Disney day look like for you? It's changed so much for me now living here, but I think yeah. it's just like a day with my friends and like we get up and I would like to be in the parks early on a perfect Disney day. I really would. Not because I want to like rush to get everything done, but like I just want to be there when it's like no one is there and grab like something at Starbucks and maybe have a breakfast reservation. Shit. If it's my perfect day, we're going to have reservations for every single meal and like leisurely <laughs> enjoy 
I'm going to say my perfect Disney day would be at Disneyland. So maybe we're walking down Main Street USA. We're getting breakfast at Carnation Cafe and um, we're just enjoying it. We're just strolling right along. And then we go on a, you know, some rides at a leisurely pace and we go to lunch at like Cafe Orleans. We have dinner at Club 33, of course. Um, you know, that would be a perfect Disney day. Just hanging out, just enjoying it, taking it slow, soaking it all in. Yeah. I mean, I would think my perfect Disney day would also be at Disneyland just because I feel like Disneyland's such a treat mm-hmm. um, compared to Walt Disney World. Um, I mean, all I'm thinking about with Disneyland is that grilled cheese and tomato soup and mm-hmm. the raspberry macaron. But oh, yeah. like any Ooh, other and the food, churro honestly. Yeah. Oh, the churro oh, toffee. Yeah. Honestly, any. Honestly, if I could just spend a whole day at Disneyland, just eating any food I want, and then riding riding a ride or or two that I want to do. Like if I could do Indiana Jones and their versions of rides that aren't the same at Disney World, then I'm I'm set. If I can hop on over to we had a perfect DCA. Disney trip last time we went. Honestly, I will say we the did. days that we mm-hmm. went to Disneyland were the like were perfect Disney days. Like they everything were. was amazing. Especially the night we went to Club Thirty Three was oh yeah was such best. a great experience for us to be able to do all together, and it was so special for all of us. And that was incredible. Yep. For me, it's kind of hard because I love the laid back Disney days. Yeah, where same. you just kind of you know, and and Kate, whenever we do our Disney trips, we kind of mix in both. Like we have days where we get a lot done, yeah, and we have days where we get you know like two rides done. Yeah, and I love both. I love you know when we when we did our when you came to Disneyland with me for the first time and we did like 12 rides in three hours that at was night awesome. at Disneyland from like 8, 8 to 11 p.m. And we just went ride to ride to ride. Like that's yeah. so much fun. But then I also love when we go to Epcot and, you know, we run into friends and we kind of just spend the whole day walking around and maybe we go on living with the land and go see yeah. the manatees or something like that. But that's it, you know, and I, I love both kinds of days. And I especially Disneyland. Um, I love staying late in the summer because yeah, the, the weather so nice. gets nice late at, late at night. And, and Disneyland the stays crowd's open so out. late. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah. Magic Midnight, Kingdom like yeah. never stays open that late here. Like the parks are just not open very yeah. late at Walt Disney World at all. It's the like worst. Disneyland from fi- the end of fireworks to midnight is the most perfect time because it's empty. All the families are leaving. It's empty. The weather's usually nice. You could get yeah. on so much stuff. Yeah, I agree. For me, I think the the perfect Disney day is just honestly just being at Disney. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I love about Disney, Disney trips in general is like, I've never been on an identical Disney day in my life. Right. And I've been so true. I haven't been thousands of times, I don't think, but definitely like hundreds of times. And I would say I've never had two identical Disney days. There's always something that's different. And that's what I love about going. And that's what most Disney park haters don't understand. And they say, oh, it's the same. Why do you go all the time? No, I've never had two two identical experiences ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And especially like being a local here, with. like, yeah, I never know what we're going to go on. We just kind of get there. and We look at the wait times. Yeah. And like, if one's too long, it's like, OK, we'll try this again next week. Or if, you Literally. know, if Pinocchio is five minutes, it's like, oh, we haven't been on Pinocchio in six months. We'll just Let's do, do that. Yeah. And I love I love like the spontaneity of that as well. And not having just like a set itinerary where like every time you go, it's the same exact thing. I love just being, you know, being able to 
pick and choose what we want to do each day. And mm-hmm. honestly, that's a di- that's the perfect Disney day I wish for anybody because I think right. what makes Disney the most stressful for people is that that's that scarcity mindset of there's only so many hours in a day, there's only so many lines that I can wait in, there's only so much I can do in this amount of time, and I would want anybody to be able to have the spontaneity that I find we all get to have. On some day that we, mm-hmm. that we go, you know, right. some days are crazier, but we've all had a day where we're just like, you know, if we do it, we do it. If we don't, we don't, you know? Yeah. Right. Like I've, I've been with friends here who don't go very often. And one person in particular I'm thinking of like had to have a set itinerary. Like we're going to go from yeah. this ride to this ride to this ride to this ride. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's great and all. But like, I know for a fact, like at night, Haunted Mansion and Pirates are like a five minute wait or a walk on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, exactly. no, we need to get them. I don't want to wait. We have to get them. So we waited like 45 minutes for each of those. I'm like, we could be doing these walk on, walking on. I told you, know, you about my college later. roommate's mom. She made an pirates. itinerary. She wanted us to rope drop pirates in Magic Kingdom. Yep. And we were there an hour and a half before the park opened. Like no one was in front of us. <laughs> we were at the front of the gate and she's like, we have to ride this first. And I was like, they're opening Mine Train in two days. Like, can we just see if they'll let us on? They said that if they're running it and you walk up, they'll let you on. Like, this is where we should go at Rope Drop. And she had like a panic attack and like I felt bad, but I was like, we can ride pirates any time of the day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Like, we don't need to rope drop it. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> no, I agree. It's like sometimes it's like you have to be a little bit flexible. Like, you have to have a plan, but you got to be flexible because sometimes like a super short wait time will pop up or like a great opportunity right. and you have to be able to be like, all right, I'm going to do that you know what i mean because right like you could go into the day like saying i want to do these eight attractions and we'll just kind of go with the flow based on wait times but mm-hmm. like yeah. to schedule it down to the ride you know and it used to be like easier with everything. fast pass but it's you know right. I mean? it's not yeah. anymore so okay well the last question um i believe it's from a previous question asker is is it always best to watch out it is always best to watch out. I you would need say. to watch out. You you, you always watch need to be out. watching out. Yeah. I heard from a very reliable source that you should watch out for someone on this podcast. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> but Kate. one of the three of us. <laughs> not going to name names, it's Kate. It's the kind one. one. Of the three of us. It's the kind one. <laughs> it's the- watch out for her. Watch yeah, out for definitely Coco. Definitely watch out for Coco, for sure. <laughs> I've got that look. You know, you got to watch out. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's it. That's our first question and answer episode. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. I loved it. I that was a lot of fun. Like, can it. we do this more, please? I think I would should. love to. If you want to submit, people should more, ask more. us more questions. Bloop, 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 yeah. bloop. If you want to submit more <laughs> questions, you can submit questions over at Carousel Project Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Or leave us a voicemail, leave us a voicemail, and we will play your voicemail. You will hear your own voice speaking on this beautiful, wonderful, amazing podcast. <laughs> Which is pretty exciting. That phone number, once again, is 407-457-4456. And that's also up on Carousel Project Podcast on Instagram. You can find it on the highlight titled Call CPP. We love it. Yes, we do. I love this podcast. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love this podcast. Okay, well, since we've already plugged our reviews and our Patreon and the phone call... Yes. I guess we should just end this. I guess this. that's it. Yeah, I guess that's I it. I guess we should just end this. <laughs> well, let's, <laughs> just end okay, it right the, here. The last thing we'll plug is season six is coming oh, soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Friday, April 7th. So boop, boop. Wa- while you're watching out for someone on this podcast, watch out for season six. Yeah. Watch out.
for season <laughs> six. How crazy is that? Season six. That sounds incredible. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I can't believe season it. Season six. We can't wait. We'll see you there. We'll see you there. Watch out. Bye. Watch out. Bye. Love you. Love Thought you. you Bye. Were different. Love Take you. Take care. Bye. Thought you were there for me just this once as a friend.